About 10 years ago, my best friend and I wanted to go backcountry skiing. And I'd been backcountry skiing a couple of times with my dad and had an awareness that avalanches are scary and they're a big concern when you're skiing out of bounds. Um, people, people die from avalanches and it's something to be really cautious of. So my best friend, who's an Eagle Scout and a kind of by the book guy, and I are like, all right, let's take a three-day avalanche course to just get some awareness as to what they are, how to predict them, how to travel safely. So we took this course and we learned about all these different tests you can do to analyze snow stability. You know, you can cut out a huge block of snow and jump on it with your skis and see if you can get snow to move in a, in a safe space. Um, and if you can, the idea is that snow could also move in a dangerous space. Um, we learned about one kind of obscure test called the propagation saw test that had just been developed a couple years ago in Canada. I'm not sure if we even did one in the field, um, but had a little bit of awareness that this, that this test existed and it analyzed how um, the propensity for a crack to propagate within a weak layer. Uh, fast forward five or so years, took another avalanche class that went more into depth. We maybe did two of these propagation saw tests. Um, the, the, the tests had gained a little traction at that time. Um, and the kind of the usefulness of it is, is based on the generally accepted theory that for an avalanche to occur, both crack initiation and propagation um, need to occur within the weak layer. So if a crack just initiates and stops, you don't have an avalanche. Um, if you have a, a crack that it both initiates and then propagates, uh, then that's a recipe for an avalanche. So this test gives you a clue to um, the propagation propensity of the weak layer. So a quality of the weak layer that um, can sustain a fracture for over a long distance. And how it works is you you isolate a long sort of beam of snow, a long column, and you cut through the weak layer. And if you cut, you know, just a couple inches into the weak layer and a crack forms in the weak layer and runs through your whole column, then um, the propagation propensity is really high for that weak layer and it's dangerous to be out there. Um, and if you can cut your saw all the way through, and so the saw is initiating that crack, and if the crack doesn't propagate, then that means that you have really low propagation propensity. And this turns out to be a really useful test um, because when developing mathematical models, because when, um, when I was in engineering school, and I still am in engineering school, all of these old school mechanical engineers and civil engineers have developed theories based uh, on, on deformation and how things are bending and how cracks are moving through beams. Um, and the ge geometry of the propagation saw test is, is directly analogous to these beam equations that exist. Um, so I've, I've had to learn a lot about the details of the propagation saw test because all of the, there's so many, um, mathematical models that have been rigorously tested uh, with other applications that this new the new propagation saw test is actually really useful for.